Hey guys, welcome to the first official episode under the name Pronoia. I'm your host, M. if you haven't met me already. And today I am going to be branching off of two major turning points in my life recently. So these two things that happened in my life this year in 2023 that immediately after I felt the change of tone in my life going forward for my mental health, for how I carry myself, and for the relationships that I have in my life. So I wanted to branch off of these two things to talk about what I learned from them, how they changed my life. The three major points I'll be hitting are boundaries, having pivotal conversations, and getting out of character. So all three of these things are the themes of both of the experiences that completely pivoted my life and changed the course and the direction of how I want to go about relationships with the people in my life and keeping them healthy and keeping them and keeping them safe. I first read a book about boundaries back in October and ever since then I have been fighting to set boundaries more often and to feel comfortable with boundaries because I was never taught them and I was never taught how important they are. So that has been a journey that When it comes to boundaries, there's three different types. There's porous boundaries, rigid boundaries, and healthy boundaries. So porous boundaries are what I always had growing up. It's when you don't stand up for yourself, you don't communicate how you feel with the people around you, and you struggle to say no. And they're also how you receive boundaries. Because you don't have good boundaries, because you have porous boundaries, then you probably won't like receiving boundaries from others. Rigid boundaries are when you don't share at all, you shut people out, you don't trust people, and you aren't vulnerable, and you don't feel comfortable having that communication or that vulnerability between you and somebody else. And then healthy boundaries is exactly what it is. Um, Healthy boundaries look like being clear about what you want and your values and your morals and what you stand in your life. It's listening to your own opinion. Healthy boundaries is being comfortable with saying no and being comfortable with hearing no without taking it personally. So that's just a little bit about healthy boundaries right there, which I it's I feel is a work in progress almost always, especially for people who grew up without boundaries at all. Being taught to them, I think healthy boundaries is something that I'll always strive for and Whenever I have to set one, I always get that physical anxiety reaction. I've been trying to do this since October of 2022, and even though I know nine times out of ten my communication of a boundary isn't going to be taken negatively, I still get that anxious reaction physically. So it takes a lot of work, and I don't know if I'll ever not have that physical reaction of anxiety when setting one, but... The more you do it, the more comfortable you are just doing it, regardless of that anxious feeling. Both of these pivotal moments in my life as of January 2023 um, 
revolve around boundaries. One of them revolves around the buildup of having no boundaries and the resentment that comes with it. And then one of them has to do with creating new and healthy boundaries and the way that that's changing the course of a relationship that I have with somebody and how it is positive, how I feel it is positively impacting my life going forward and that person's life going forward and how we interact with each other and about ensuring the safety and the supportiveness and the encouragement and the love in the relationship rather than not setting these boundaries, not having these hard conversations, and then growing resentment for each other. I basically have two completely opposite situations, both which have impacted my life, impacted the way that I think, and impacted the way that I go about learning and healing going forward. Um, (laughs) And one is literally the reaction, the result of porous boundaries, and then one is the reaction of healthy boundaries. So I guess this episode is very much about boundaries and revolving around boundaries. So you will hear this word a lot. Make it a drinking game if you please. Let's start with the first experience of the result of having porous boundaries. So this is the example that I will be talking about getting out of character and this is an experience where I let myself get out of character and so much resentment built up and so much pain and hurt in this situation that I couldn't even help it anymore and where that build up blew up and I really think that this example is and maybe not the most extreme but an extreme example of where having porous boundaries and resentment leads you. The thing is, this situation was filled with a lot of pain and hurt and trauma, but not every porous boundary relationship will consist of this much pain and hurt to lead up to something like this, but it can still lead to a blow-up fight regardless of how big or small the issue is of the boundary. So I will be talking about how we cannot allow people in our life to get us out of character. And in order to not get out of character, we need a no bullshit rule, which I have developed a no bullshit rule. And I'll expand on that. We need to know how to process hurt before resentment builds, which I am still working on and will continue to work on because personally, it takes me so long to process pain and hurt. When I am hurt or a boundary is crossed, it always took me so long to process that that cross boundary or that disrespect or that hurt that I received. And because I had porous boundaries before, I never was able to comfortably communicate this. So it's really just a chain reaction uh, where having no boundaries and not knowing about boundaries gets you. So without going into too much detail about this like private personal life situation that happened. Um, I had a best friend in my life and it was a very complex relationship, I would say, that I have yet to completely figure out. But there was a lot of pain and hurt that happened in that, like, in that three-year friendship and so much hurt and pain that I felt. And in that friendship, 
we had no boundaries set on each other. It was a very, if anyone knows the word enmeshed, it was a very enmeshed friendship where it was one and the other. It was like two peas in a pod type situation. Like it wasn't, it was almost like there was no separation of me and this other person. Everywhere I went, this person went. Everywhere they went, I went. It was like we didn't really do much without each other. Having that relationship, enmeshment is already a lack of boundaries. It's nobody, you should never be enmeshed with somebody. But because of those two things, there was just so much room for hurt and so much room for for a buildup of resentment. So essentially, in January, we had a situation where in January we had to see each other even though we were not on very good talking terms. Um, It was like we were kind of okay, but there was a lot unspoken because like we used to have porous boundaries, we ended up, we ended up having rigid boundaries. We ended up not communicating at all. And I ended up not communicating how I really felt at all. So in my own time, I felt a whole different way than I was portraying to this person. And they might have been doing the same. I will never know because these boundaries are set and and this is not a person that I'm on good terms with at all or that I think would have ever communicated how they really felt to me. So the situation is very difficult, but we landed in a situation where we had to see each other for a certain reason. And the day before, this person disrespected me over a text message and it kind of sent me into a spiral about the whole situation because I was not, I had no closure. I was not relieved of any of the hurt or pain yet because there was no apologies or conversations to really go off of. So when this person said what they said to me and it really affected me and hurt me because I didn't feel I deserved it. I felt that it was aggressive and there was no reason to respond that way. So I got really hurt by this text message. And again, like I don't, this is only my side of a a story that I won't expand too much on, but I still don't know their side or how they felt. And this is because of porous boundaries turning into rigid boundaries because of way too much resentment buildup from not having any boundaries, not setting any, and not even knowing how to go about it. So this turned very ugly, very fast, and it's the only friendship in my life that has ever resulted so unfortunately, and it was one that I really cared about. So it's very upsetting how no boundaries and resentment can lead to things that you can't take back that you said and can lead to completely cancel out communication with somebody and to leave on terms that like you'll never know you'll never know whether this person has forgiven you or whatever the case may be on my end like I've forgiven as much as I feel humanly possible for me so anyways we see each other there was a lot of tension not really talking just getting what needed to get done done and I tried to go about it very standoffish and professionally because I because I was so hurt and because I hadn't had time to process this text message so I 
was immediately angry because everything that I hadn't processed and everything that I swore I let go and everything that I was resentful against just blew up in that moment because when those words were spoken to me over text, I was like, that's the last straw. Like, it sent me over the edge. And if you have healthy boundaries with someone, nothing will ever send you over the edge because everything will be squashed before it can even become a thing. So, essentially, I could feel the tension. We were not on good terms in this moment. And so, when we left where we were, I tried to stop and talk to this person. And it didn't go well. (laughs) They responded to me trying to talk to them by just turning their back and walking away and this is something that is one of my triggers and makes me very angry is when someone just walks away with their back turned to me while I'm trying to talk to them so this set me off to end up confronting the text message situation so I basically said don't disrespect me again like that I don't appreciate that And this person responded by throwing their middle finger up at me and continuing to walk away with their back turned. So this set me off, as you can probably assume. I think that this would probably set a lot of people off. But in my situation, I never got out of character this much in my entire life where I cussed somebody out and especially somebody that I have claimed to love. So my response to this middle finger being thrown up at me and triggered me beyond all everything. And I just began cussing out. Like you can picture however it went in your head, but like I did not stop for probably like one minute. (laughs) And I laugh because I've grown so much from this because I don't find the situation funny but I find it so out of character for me that it's like I never want after that situation I never wanted any relationship of in my life to to build up to that moment where I got so out of character and I have never cussed somebody out like that in my entire life so that's why it was a very pivotal moment in this year because it happened in January, in the very beginning of the year. It was almost like that was my closure, but I never want cussing somebody out and potentially hurting them to be my closure, no matter how they hurt me. And at the end of the day, I think there was a lot of hurt, but I think it just was because of no boundaries and because of different moral standards and different values in life. And that's why I I say that Boundaries are so important and having these conversations are so important and if me and this person might have known what good healthy boundaries were at the beginning of our friendship, we might still be very good friends. That night when I was at home, I was like, I never want to get that out of character again where I potentially hurt somebody I've claimed to love. I don't know, despite all the hurt that I that I had from this friendship and things that happen, I was wrong in that moment, completely wrong. And it was not very stoic of me and 
not very mature of me and so this is the first example that's very pivotal in my life and that's how i learned that long-term resentment affects how we even perceive the intentions of others because with this person towards the end of the friendship i started viewing everything that i got affected by that they did whether it was something they said or an action or even just a body language i received it as intentional and intentional to hurt me and still i didn't say anything so it's very important to communicate this to and it's very important to have people in your life that you feel safe doing this with i didn't feel safe doing that with this person so that was like a problem from the beginning you should always feel comfortable and safe with whoever is in your life to set a boundary and to speak about how you feel and a lot of times we can assume how another person is going to react but we can't really assume until they show us how they react, right? So, so many times I didn't want to talk about something with this person and I didn't want to express how I felt because I assumed that they would react a certain way. And then they kind of proved me right. And then after that, I was the one choosing to continue a friendship where I knew that my feelings would never be taken into real account and that my boundaries would never be taken into a real account so that's when i developed the no bullshit rule so i'll expand on this too it's not really a hard um a hard concept uh for me the no bullshit rule just means not allowing anybody actively in my life or close to me that brings bullshit for me So basically that means anyone that goes against what I value and what I believe in, which let me expand on that. I don't mean this in a way of like, we're going to do a lighthearted example. So for example, I'm pescatarian. Does that mean that I'm not going to allow people in my life that eat meat? No, not necessarily. I might want more people around me who are pescatarian or vegan or vegetarian because we share a common value, but that doesn't mean that I'm rejecting people who eat chicken and that doesn't mean that I might, okay, I might be bothered a little bit that somebody is eating chicken because of my value that goes into being pescatarian, but I'm not going to judge this other person's life choices or their experience or that they're eating chicken because that's what works for them. So what I mean by not having people in my life that have the same belief system or values, it's more so on the bigger things. Like I am gay. I'm part of the LGBTQ community plus community. And so I cannot allow people in my life who are vocally against that. There's an example. Or say that I I have a moral value that anyone who is in my life needs to be actively growing and healing as well because I believe that that will create healthier relationships for me. That doesn't mean that I'm judging somebody who doesn't go to therapy or doesn't actively journal every day. That just means that I am actively choosing to have more people in my life that align with those values and I don't want to be close to anyone who doesn't because I just believe that it'll be harder to maintain a solid healthy relationship with them and then of course this no bullshit rule 
also applies to not allowing any disrespect in my life or not allowing anybody to degrade me and not allowing anybody in my life who is mean to me, you know? So it's, or hurts me in any way. That is my no bullshit rule. So my no bullshit rule is essentially boundaries. Just, I think it's a fun way to say it. (laughs) That's really what this moment in my life taught me is that I have to be very, I have to set boundaries. I have to feel safe who I, whoever I'm friends with or whoever's in my life, whoever I have a relationship with. I have to be comfortable and feel safe setting boundaries with them and expressing my feelings because I never want to get out of character like that again. There shouldn't be any reason to ever get out of character like that. It's the same reason why I even don't want to cuss people out that that cut me off on the road anymore without getting too much into philosophy because I don't feel I'm educated enough on stoicism to speak about it or teach about it, but I will mention I got heavily into Stoicism, the philosophy of Stoic, being Stoic, after this situation happened in my life because Stoicism is very much about virtue. That is their main value. Their core belief system surrounds around virtuism. And they speak a lot about how we react towards other people's actions and how we react to certain situations without becoming so angry and so malicious at all. And I do feel that in that moment in my life that I explained in in me cursing at another person, a person that I loved um, and that I would never want to hurt or make feel bad, that that wasn't stoic, that wasn't virtuous, that wasn't adding anything to that person's life, that wasn't adding anything to my life either because I didn't feel good about myself after that. I might have gotten some relief of anger, but it didn't add anything to my life because then after that relief of anger towards the other person, I had anger towards myself. So basically, stoicism is about living our lives and catering to the cosmopolis, as they call it, um, which is just like the world around us and like the people around us. And yeah, so without getting more into it, because I, again, like I'm not a stoic teacher. I don't even label myself as stoic. I just really appreciate their philosophies and we'll continue to learn more about it um but yeah so I got really into that after and that has changed me my life too because I have put into practice not reacting to people in that way anymore in that angry way and it's very difficult like believe me it's very difficult I'm an Aries like what I'm an Aries and then I have a Leo rising I'm fire and fire baby like you expect me not to get angry sometimes but like I'm a very passionate person so everything that I do in my life is passionate and so that leads for very passionate anger as well and so yeah I just I after that experience I literally never wanted to get that way ever again so that is why I label it as a pivotal moment in this year and in my life in general because going forward it's completely changed the way that I view my anger and way I view the importance of boundaries because yes I did think they were super important after I read that book but after that moment in my life and realizing that I got out of character because of porous boundaries and because of the resentment that came from having those porous boundaries I really realized that going forward in every relationship that I have with anybody that is my main priority and my main value is having boundaries so one piece of advice that I can give 
something that I also practice that I learned from this moment going forward. And <laughs> how this came to be is because I, I actually started applying it to my road rage. And I'm not going to say I didn't have terrible road rage. Like, I would never get out of my car. I would never, like, hit somebody's car. Like, I would never do damage. But, like, vocally to myself, with the windows rolled up, whatever, maybe a, a middle finger flip off to somebody who cut me off or who's yelling at me from out their window. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of road rage that I would describe that I've had and that I sometimes still obviously have. But... I literally coined this term, and I didn't, let me rephrase that, I didn't coin this term. I coined this term for myself, basically. Well, I guess I can't even say I coined it for myself. I started applying this term to myself. I don't know. Anyways, let me just explain. So, essentially, when I, when somebody cut me off one day, and I think I talked about this in another episode, but instead of, like, not letting them go, and like making things more difficult for them, I decided to just let them go and let them cut me off. And it turned out they needed to make a left turn and I only had to like go straight. And so after I saw that they went all the way to the left lane to turn, I was like, I'm so glad that I could do that for them. I literally out loud was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I could do that for you because I applied it to my life. I was like, okay, if somebody let me go, I would still be so glad. What if they really had to make that turn? What if they relate to something? So I started using this term of like, I feel bad for them. (laughs) Okay, hear me out. So if somebody hurts you, instead of saying you hate them or you feel or you want revenge or they hurt you so bad and like they're a terrible person you can say I feel bad for them and you don't even have to know what that means at first but saying it really changes everything and this doesn't mean you have to like it's not it's not really an empathetic thing it's literally just saying like I feel bad for them so that your anger doesn't turn malicious and your anger doesn't turn into anything super hurtful you know what I mean? <laughs> so when somebody cuts me off now or somebody's yelling at me out of their window, I'll just be like, I feel bad for you. I feel bad for you that you feel like you have to do that. Like, <laughs> I feel bad for you that your immediate reaction is anger because knowing how anger makes me feel when somebody else is that angry to treat me negatively, I feel bad because I'm like, that's your your life and like your problem and your inner peace must be struggling, my dude. Like, that's how I think about it now. So I don't really know how to expand on that other than like you can apply it to your own life and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But it tends to work for me instead of like yelling back or like getting super irritated at the person who caused the hurt whether it was big or small it's just like I feel bad for you that you're that miserable that you have to hurt me in that way like that must be a really miserable life so the next experience that happened was very recently it kind of also stemmed from porous boundaries it stemmed from it kind of stemmed from letting my no bullshit rule waver a little bit for a certain person that is inevitably in my life in a certain form 
Um, so again, without going into too many like personal life details, and I ended up having a talk with somebody super important in my life that has been in my life since I, since I was a kid, um, and we grew up together. So this person and I have a very tight bond. We're best friends, and we always will be. Essentially, we had a conversation that was very pivotal to both of our lives, I think, about boundaries and kind of about where the direction of our relationship will go. And so kind of the major talking points in this one is that boundaries help you communicate with those you love, boundaries strengthen relationships and save them, and how we navigate childhood relationships as we come into adulthood and also it's okay to have space from people you love and the people that you're very close to it because with boundaries i think that it's important to have space because you're both going to be adjusting to new perspectives and it's going it's going to be an adjustment period because boundaries that you hadn't set before you are now newly setting so it's going to be a change of tone it's going to be a little bit of a change in the relationship and I used to think that that was so scary and I used to think that was a bad thing and that that would end the friendship or end the relationship with that person. But now I realize that having porous boundaries is what ruins or ends the friendship or relationship or whatever the relationship between you and the person is. It can be your parent or your sibling's significant other or your brother or your aunt. Literally with any relationship in your life having those porous boundaries is what could potentially end it not setting them and if the relationship between you and this person does end because of a boundary that needs to be set then it probably isn't a good idea to stay in that relationship so i really learned recently that it's not so scary it's scarier to let that resentment build up it's scarier to have things unspoken it's scarier to face the potential of eventually having so much anger and resentment towards somebody that you love because as we know like love and hate are from the same side of emotion so that love can easily turn into hate and and a lot of times hate can turn into love which is why there's that whole like frenemies idea and the whole like and the whole trope of like enemies to lovers thing like any situation you know what i mean so again it's so important with the people that are the closest to you to set those boundaries and if you want to keep and have long-term relationships with people then you have to have those boundaries and you have to have those hard conversations and you have to have that space to adjust so essentially the conversation i had with this person was because we realized that although our connection is very tight we realized that we do have some porous boundaries with each other and that we do need to have a conversation in order to jumpstart getting comfortable to set boundaries for the future so that we can make our own decisions because the thing is the connection i have with this person is like very dependent and very much like i need their validation and i go to them with anything any choice that i make in my life so we both kind of like realize that that's probably not the best idea and that we both have choices in our lives that we don't necessarily support or want for each other and it's all out of love but again like there 
our choices and your choices are your choices and whatever the friendship or relationship or parental relationship or whatever the connection between you and somebody else is you're always going to have your own choices to make and we can't always like each other's choices so essentially because of some things that happened um I had to set boundaries with a certain person that was brought into my life that I was allowing a lot of disrespect and bullshit to slide again it's hard to go into these scenarios without you know a lot of information but essentially this conversation was about how we have always depended on each other throughout childhood and throughout how we've grown and how the way that our relationship and our connection has functioned as kids is not going to be the same way that it now is going to as adults because we're now going into adulthood where we are going to make our own choices we are going to need some certain space and we are going to have to separate that validation and so that was another pivotal conversation because one it went so well that it reminded me that it's not scary to do and it reminded me that it can only boundaries can only strengthen what you have with somebody and even if it takes a little bit of time to adjust that's fine if you and that person want to have healthy boundaries and want to grow then that will happen naturally and if they don't then you and that person will not last (laughs) and your connection and that's totally fine too because that tells you who you should and shouldn't have in your life really that's kind of all i have to say about that regarding this example of how setting healthy boundaries helps is like me and this person just had a pivotal change in the direction of our lives and how we move forward and now we are able to strengthen and save a long-term connection because we opened up this pathway to always be able to have these hard conversations and it's, it's scary at first it always is but like I really encourage you all whoever's listening to have a conversation a hard conversation with somebody in your life that you might think that it's not going to go the right way or that you just never thought about bringing it up um, and you have to be open to however the conversation is going to go you have to be open to not having a connection with that person anymore You have to be open to adjusting your behavior as well as they're going to have to adjust to changing theirs. But, I mean, I know from experience, I'm not the only one who's raised without boundaries. I'm not the only one who has learned at the big old age of 20 on how to have boundaries. And I'm not the only one who has had relationships and friendships destroyed because of porous boundaries or even rigid boundaries. Um, Personally, I've had more porous than rigid in my life, so I'm speaking from that perspective, but many people have the same issue on the whole other side of the boundaries conversation. So it's interesting because I think that a lot of times before we really learn about boundaries, we don't even realize that that's the problem. And now I realize that that's almost always the problem. It's so crazy, guys, because... I don't know it's just like boundaries are literally everything (laughs) also if anyone ever gets annoyed at you for saying the word boundaries or they feel some type of way about you bringing that up then that tells you everything you need to know about how any boundaries will go with that person i've had that in my life too where 
I bring up a boundary or the even word of boundary and I get an eye roll or I get a like a scoff and it's like immediately you know that you're gonna have to set boundaries with yourself on how what you accept or what you how you navigate that relationship especially if it's like a parent um which I think happens a lot but I'm kind of trailing off and going every which way and I can always do another episode more in depth on boundaries but I just had like I know we all have pivotal moments in our life and I just happen to have two very big ones and both surrounding the concept of boundaries so I just wanted to share that and I hope you gained something from this episode I hope you learned something I hope you I hope you're encouraged I hope you feel supported and motivated to set a boundary that you haven't set or to have a hard conversation or to do some reflection on yourself and think about how you've been rejecting other people's setting boundaries and think about a time that you've ever gotten out of character and try to reflect on where you think that might have stemmed from did you feel resentment towards the person did they do something to hurt you and you got super angry did it take you a while to process like we have to do these reflecting we have to do this reflecting we have to look in the mirror and we have to understand like how we're responsible for certain things and I could drag this episode on for so long just because this is such a major theme in my life lately and I've just learned so much from this but I'll cut it. The last thing I'll say is that the entire reason why I'm a boundary freak now. I read Set Boundaries Find Peace by Nedra Glover um, and I think I've I think I've mentioned this book in another episode. Probably the first one that I put out because I did talk about how I learned to set boundaries. But anyway, anyways, (laughs) go ahead and pick up that book. Look it up on Amazon. I don't know. Go check it out from the library. You know, it's it's literally my Bible. So sorry if anyone feels offended by that, but it is my Bible. Um, And yeah, uh, I again hope you learned something. Hope you gained something, even if it was just feeling relatable or feeling heard. And thank you guys so much for listening and consistently listening and supporting me. I will never be able to explain how appreciative I am for anyone that listens. I love making these episodes and I would do them if I had zero listeners. So, (laughs) so much love and I hope you have a great day and don't feel scared to speak up for yourself. Bye. Bye.